Hello everybody, this is Marvelous and Paranormal coming at you once again. Now, I just wanted to um, touch on a subject here that I've been meaning to do for some time ago. I don't know why I haven't done it some years ago when I first heard that this was a thing. Who knows? But uh, I am going to be talking about Tobin's spirit guides. No, it's not the um, thing they talked about in a 1984 and referenced it in 1989. Yes, it is that, but there is an actual book called Tobin's Spirit Guide. I'm looking at it right now, and this uh, creature, whatever you want to call it, this ghoulish creature, this art drawing that they have on here is kind of resembling the uh, no-go sign, and uh, this could be the reason behind the inspiration of the no-go sign when they were looking at the Tobin Spirit Guy. Well, um quite possible but this is done with the imagination of the people who made Tobin Spirit Guide possible and I got it from Amazon I believe it was like you could probably get it for like maybe $14 maybe the green one was 11 but the red one, I think it was like around $14. Don't quote me on that. I, th I think that's how much it was. Um, it was delayed because I think for concerns about weather. And now I just got it today. Now, um, I want to uh, tell you about the sleeve that it comes with. You'll see the no-go sign, you know, like the whole... Um, no ghost uh logo and it comes with a it's it's kind of hard to describe to you what kind of sleeve i'm looking at but it kind of only covers the bottom book if that makes any sense to you so it says here tobin spirit guide official ghostbusters edition written by dr ray stance Dr. Egon Spengler and Eric Burnham, illustrated by Kyle Holtz, I believe is how you say it. Don't quote me on that. I haven't met any of these people to ask them properly, but anybody who is part of the franchise or uh, who's a bigger Ghostbuster buff than I am, uh, please help me out how you say this illustrator's name uh, that would help a lot let me see um, it says here Tobin's spirit guide is a comprehensive supernatural encyclopedia used by the Ghostbusters to research ghouls and ghosts for the first time the public can finally pour through the pages this legendary guide to learn all about things that go bump in the night from class 5 free roaming vapors to giant slores. Fully updated by Dr. Ray Stance and Dr. Egon Spangler. 
Tobin Spirit Guide Official Ghostbusters Edition explores the complete Ghostbusters universe, delving into the supernatural phenomena from the movies, comics, animated shows, video games, and other aspects of the saga, absorbing immersive and filling with exclusive illustrations. Tobin Spirit Guide Official Ghostbusters Edition is the ultimate guide to the franchise's rogues gallery of spirits, specters, demons, and ghouls. Now, I probably won't be sharing everything in the book here, but I might um, share some excerpts uh, from it, let's, let's kind of call it, because I want to give you kind of an idea of what's inside of it. I mean, what's the point of listening to this podcast if you can't see anything, but I, I want Anchor to do something visually uh, through through podcasts. I know that podcasting is kind of through listening, but it might help you just a little bit to uh, kind of see what I'm looking at here. Um, let me see. Let's start kind of simple here. Um, it has the dream ghost here. Now, from what I understand, this was supposed to be a reality in the first Ghostbuster film. The dream ghost is not supposed to be a dream ghost at all. It's supposed to be something that actually happened, like, when they were busting ghosts and this, uh, whole montage thing was going on. And they stopped at a castle somewhere to spend the night. And this, uh, beautiful ghost lady, uh, kind of interrupts race dance sleep to... <sighs> There's no other way to put it. You know, just give him head uh, as she's unzipping his pants invisibly. And, and he goes cross-eyed and he just, uh, slunks back enjoying the experience well that's what's supposed to happen but they thought it better to make it more of a dream sequence where he falls off the bed feeling like he had that experience but anyhow dream ghost uh she is a class four non-corporeal anchor to fort uh d Detmering manifests only when a sleeping individual is present. So, I don't know. That kind of confuses me. I haven't read into this part. I just read a little bit. I don't want to give too much spoilers. You should just uh, pick one up wherever a Tobin Spirit Guide is. Uh, near you, maybe you're at a convention and they're selling it there. Uh, now pick one up and, and it's worth your read. Uh, I'll just name off uh, the different kind of uh, specters and maybe free roaming uh, vapors as I'm kind of 
skimming through the book. Um, let me see, there's the driver, which is kind of like the taxi driver that you see when Walter Peck was uh, shutting down the um, protection grid, and the end of the world was uh, starting to happen, and he manifests in somebody's car, uh, giving him a, a dangerous joyride kind of thing. Uh, let me see. Okay, so that's pretty much the beginning I'm I'm reading. Not the very very beginning. I mean, you'll you'll get what I'm meaning in a moment when you grab yourself a copy. And maybe there's a few of you that have already uh, grabbed a copy already out of curiosity. But uh, whether you liked it or not, I mean, it's in here. Um, here's what I kind of refer to it as a um, young kid. I called it the Green Ghost because uh, he was not introduced as Slimer until like 1986 in the real Ghostbusters uh, animated series. And uh, let's see. Uh, so it made sense for me to call him Slimer then. I mean, when I rewatched the the movie uh, since 1986, I decided to watch Ghostbusters one, and I decided to call him Slimer because that's exactly what happened to <laughs> Peter Vagman. Is that he got slimed by this dang green ghost? <laughs> Uh, I, but anyway, it says here that he's a Class 5 full roaming vapor, formally anchored uh, to the 12th floor of the Sedgwick Hotel. Now, um, let me see. The one that got me really good as a young kid was the Class 4 librarian, the Grey Lady, uh, where she turns to be like a normal woman and turns into like this ghoul or creature or whatever she turned herself into when they said get her that scared the crap out of me sorry i it, it really did i mean <laughs> i'm used to it by now but it's it's used as a jump scare but i i mean i don't think it scared the adults but it definitely scared me as a young kid I mean, that's not the only reason why I'm into Ghostbusters. Let's be truthful. The reason why I'm into Ghostbusters is because of Egon's PKE meter, and I wanted one so bad like that. I wish that the toy company came up with that. I really did. I mean, that thing was really cool. Um, so it says that she's a Class 4 anchor to the New York Public Library. So... And then it's the Scolari brothers you're going to read into. I'm not going to read every one of these classes, but you can read it yourself. Um, the Scolari brothers is from uh, Ghostbusters 2. Um, let's see, I already mentioned the uh, Dream Ghosts. Uh, the Phantom Jogger, that's the one where Peter and Ray... Uh, Peter was pretending to sleep, and then... Ray told him to step on a trap now and <laughs> trapped him uh, in, in the montage scene. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? 
some of these may be from games, some of them may be from comic books, uh, let me see. I mean, I haven't really read any of the IDW books, I mean, I should. I don't know why I haven't, but I should. Um, let me see. There's Possessed Objects. Um, it's the Possessed Toilet, which was actually a toy at one point uh, with the real Ghostbusters franchise still going on. It never was made into like <laughs> an actual TV show. Who knows what kind of nightmares these uh, kids, especially like myself, would have had back then if they actually did put it in there. But it was just only like a toy line thing. And it says that it was a class 5 corporeal. Um, there's the Sandman. The Sandman is... Uh, the real Ghostbusters, and he's at class seven. Um, let me see. What else is there? For a, a, a relatively thin book, it's not really thin at all. I mean, this is kind of like your encyclopedia. Um, let me see. They call him the bogeyman in here, but... I, I know it's still the Boogeyman. I mean, I believed in the Boogeyman when I was a young kid, and that's what this uh, real Ghostbusters was kind of uh, taking the idea from, saying, like, these kids aren't lying kind of thing. They made them into, like, an actual entity in, the, in that show. And he's, like, a Class 7 non-corporeal. Uh, let me see if I could find any more that's a reference re reference to um, the real Ghostbusters. Here we go. Here's here's the Grundle. Uh, that's the real Ghostbusters, and he's a class three, fully corporeal, par parasitic being. And there should be one more in here. Um, let me see. I, I, I want to make sure I'm not skipping over pages just yet. Now there's Prince Vigo, which is one of my favorite uh, baddies in the second movie. Yes, he doesn't do much, but he's still as scary as he sounds. So he's based off of two real people. He's based off of uh, uh, Vlad the Impaler and uh, Rasputin, and, uh, which is where the whole mystic thing uh, came from, and he is a class four possessor. So, I mean, you know, possessing Janos, and possessing Ray at uh, second glance, uh, but the only thing that they took out of that movie was, what, what was it? Uh, was, uh, it was a scene that Ray was supposed to be, uh, driving crazy on, on the road, trying to kill 
uh, the rest of the Ghostbusters and himself, and and, and uh, so, somehow they uh, stop Raymond Stans from from doing that. But uh, it's uh, back in that time in the eighties. Uh, maybe it was the nineties at that point, but at the eighties, uh, they came out with the uh, uh, coloring book based off on uh, that movie, that second movie, uh, uh, Ghostbusters Two with that deleted scene that Ray was supposed to be driving wildly on the road uh, while being possessed. So, back then, when you didn't have DVDs to see the deleted scenes, you have to buy the coloring book kind of thing. I don't know if it still exists, but you can still and surely try to find one if it hasn't been colored in already, but if it's already colored in for you, I mean, I think that's still okay. I mean, you you got the idea that he was supposed to be driving crazy on the road. Um, let me see. I mean, that, that was after the defeat of, of Vigo. Uh, um, obviously, he, he was supposed to be driving wildly then, kind of like uh, afterthought of his defeat. Now there's Salwin in here from the real Ghostbusters. I know that they called him Samhain. I, I hear you shouting. Uh, it's it's actually Salwin. It's a Celtic word. Uh, kind of like uh, um, it's a witch's uh, celebration of honoring their ancestors before them and having a picnic uh, at their graveyard and talking to them and stuff like that. It's kind of like the uh, Day of the Dead celebration. They do something similar. And uh, it says that he's a Class 7 uh, ability to manipulate local environment and can control lesser entities. And, and he's actually supposed to be scary in, in, in a show or menacing in that show. Yes, but... Uh, Samhain is uh, just a holiday, pretty much Halloween anyway, and that's my favorite holiday, but the one thing I like to do on Halloween is dress up, and this time I'm going to be dressing up as a Ghostbuster. I need to have my other stuff come in the mail since the pandemic has been going on. Some of the things coming from Canada and the UK... Um, it's taking its time to actually be available to me. So uh, the only thing I need is, is actually the belt gizmo and the utility belt pretty much. But in all honesty, I just need the utility belt really. I'll be happy there. I would be uh, happiest with the belt gizmo, uh, don't get me wrong too, but uh, the utility belt is the important thing where I could put the trap and the PKE meter and the leg host connector that goes in the back. So, um, I'm waiting for that. Uh, let's see. Let's get into... Cthulhu. Um, I'm skipping over pages. Now here's section five, 
Gozer and, and it shows who Gozer is and she's like a class 7 and there is Vince Clortho and Zul uh, where uh, they are class 7 and Is I bonus from from like the Ghostbusters game? I I'm wondering that out loud. Uh, maybe somebody will help me out. I don't know. There, there's Evil Shandor, which is a reference to like the first Ghostbuster movie, and he's just like a human servant of Gozer. Um, let me see. There's the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man is in here. During the recidivation of Volter and I, the traveler came as a large and moving toward Vince Clortho. During the third reconciliation of the last sin, Megatrix supplicants, they chose a new form for him, that of a giant slore. Many shoves and souls knew what it was to be roasted in the depths of the of a, depths of a slore that day, I could tell you. Vince Clortho. That's all reference to the first movie. I try my best. I'm not going to try to edit some of these things out, but I'm, I'm just doing it on the fly. But if I were to give my personal rating, I would say it's obviously a... Uh, gosh, I would say maybe five out of five stars. In all honesty. Alright. As usual. Um, hang on. I, I, I'm, I'm going to stop it here. But I will actually. Uh, get back to where I left off. Um, to be continued. Okay. I'm back as promised. Hang on just a moment. Okay. Now my personal take on the rating of the Tobin Spear Guide all in all. Yeah, honestly, it's uh, 5 out of 5 stars for me. Now, I do tend to read more from it. And it's helping me understand the mythos of the uh, Ghostbusters world just a little bit better. Even if I haven't read some of the comic books. Um, I mean, it doesn't make me less of a Ghostbusters fan, but I hope one day I'll collect some of those things. But anyhow, the comic industry isn't going very well anyway. And, and who knows... Maybe they'll uh, come back after this is so over. I don't know what the comic industry is going to do, but yeah, you, you, you know. Um, 
things in a rough patches who knows what's gonna uh, stay and what's gonna go I mean already um, like Ruby's uh, costume shop uh, just uh, filed for a chapter 12 yeah. bankruptcy uh, who, who knows how long that that will take maybe I already went through I I can't be certain of that I I don't follow those business things on until it's actually spilled on the internet whether it's true or not but apparently it is but uh, the only thing that's surviving right now is Spirit Halloween and Johnny Brock's dungeon but I am trying to uh, collect my final thoughts. I wanted a time for myself. I don't know why it's difficult for me to try to explain to somebody that I need me time at uh, some points and that's why I don't like to uh, bother people I mean some people may may think I'm just too over courteous uh, maybe too nice but that's just me I don't like to bug people I really really don't I mean even if my mom and my uh dad said you're not bugging us the other side of me just kicks through and says like I'm bugging them and I don't like to bug people that's just me that's just who I am and I don't know where I'm going with this I'm trying my best to explain but I I guess if you're trying to get back into a relationship it's kind of hard to give them like maybe an, a simple explanation of maybe if it's a, a friendship if not a relationship but but if you're trying to get back into a relationship kind of thing uh, whether it's a relationship friendship or a relationship you know like in a dating kind of sense I'm trying to give them like a simple aspect that I still need my me time too. I mean, I needed it to, uh, today because I worked so hard at, at work and plus I usually take a nap in the car and I didn't. I mean, somebody drives me back from work and I just kind of like snooze in the car for a bit but I don't know and just not having a nap just kind of tells me that I needed my me time right now I don't know how else to, to put it if if I took a snooze in, in the car maybe I would come out with a a better attitude I 
I would suppose. Maybe not, maybe I I would be about the same, but just a little bit more level-headed than I am right now. But, I mean, the uh, stress that you have to keep focus working and all of this other stuff, telling your boss you need this, telling your supervisors you need that, and... Ah, but I just needed fresh air and time for for myself. And I believe some of the people already know who they are that I'm referring to. I just prefer to uh, leave them nameless for good reasons, but... Hopefully they understand where I'm coming from. I don't know. Um, that's just me rambling. Sorry for the ramble. If, if, if you were able to make it through my little ramble, congratulate yourself. But otherwise, I'm pretty much done with my Tobin Spirit Guide review. Five out of five stars for me, and... Please check it out if you haven't checked it out yet. I even tried to see if it was even available digitally on, um, like the Kindle, like at, at the Kindle store. It's not. It's it's weird. I, I mean, I understand. I under, I understand from a Ghostbusters fan perspective. You want the physical copy? Yes, you can have the physical copy, but. Maybe just in case, you know, maybe you should have the digital uh, copy saved onto your phone or tablet, too, because uh, it, you never know when you could uh, misplace something like that. I'm not saying to, to some of the people out there that they will or are, but I'm just saying that, you know, back up just in case. Maybe somebody is talking to that person to see if they can make a digital copy out of it. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. And this is me signing off. This is Marvelous and Paranormal coming at you once again. Have a good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night wherever you may be at the current hour listening to this and goodbye